It's time to get hot and bothered. Oh, my. You're tuned into the Talking Heat Podcast with Hot Sauce Guide and FGC. Turk Slug, how you doing? Okay, doing all right. Another day, another dollar. How's your week? Turk had a little bit of a bachelor week, but or at least weekend. <laughs> I had a really good week. I, I got to do nothing. I've been playing a lot of video games, trying to get ready because I'll be kind of busy during the holiday season with different uh, traveling and visiting family. So I'm taking this week to myself. In the next two weeks, we'll be busy. A little uh, bit of pampering. Good to hear. Mm-hmm. How's a bachelor I, life, Turk? I mean, I, it was like it was like less than thirty or seventy-two hours, but it was all right. It was good. Uh, I I kind of uh, I forgot what it was like to be solely responsible for Kylo. Uh, normally we split the responsibilities, but me waking up like an hour before work uh, and having to like feed, walk, and do my normal routine uh, just caused me to be late like three days. But uh, that's okay. She's back now, and they're just cuddling on the couch. So uh, life has returned to normalcy. How about yourself awesome. there, Hot Sauce Guide? Good, good. Uh, work's been kind of crazy, but uh, getting through that, getting through the holiday season. So uh, it's all been good. Uh, looks like in at least one fantasy football league, I've got a, a buy going into next week, and I'm hoping for the other one as well. So yeah, Brown, Browns won today. So uh, life is good. Life is good. But uh, yeah, so think- I'm super excited. I don't, don't have think? ten wins in I don't have ten wins in three or four leagues. This has been the worst fantasy year I've ever done in my entire life. Yeah, you lost to Andre, so uh it couldn't get any worse. The NFL just waits for me to set my lineup and then they roll people out when I'm not looking. It's it's all fixed. Roger Goodell sucks. It's not how it so, works at all. Yeah, it is. It's not how it's it all works conspiracy at all. theory. It's all, they're all against me. Big football's <laughs> against slug. <laughs> I have heard that rumor. Um, but so, guys, today I'm pretty excited. We've got Rich from Little Dick's Hot Sauce. Mm-hmm. Um, I have tried all of their hot sauce, and it's super delicious. So I'm super excited to kind of hear his story. And, Rich, how you doing? Awesome. Can't complain. We're, yeah, we're Thanks. super excited that you could come on today. Mm-hmm. Very excited to talk with you. Um, so... Oh. No, just saying, you know, I'm out here in New York, and uh, good to you guys are all around the country, it seems like, so it's uh, kind of cool to have a podcast with you guys, uh, you know, in different places, putting this all together, so mm-hmm. very cool. Yeah, we're yeah, in three, three different time zones, which is pretty neat. Um, I make everything much more difficult being on the, the, the most leftmost time zone, so uh make everything i throw a lot of wrenches in all of their plans it's pretty fun i don't know no matter where no matter where slug is he's in his own time zone so I am. He's, he's on his own he's, he does his own thing i'm a wizard i show um, up when exactly yeah, i'm supposed to <laughs> okay um so Come on, you nerds. Like you never read the Lord of the off. Rings? Never watched a movie before? Yeah. You're going to act like that's not the funniest thing you've heard all day? Come on. Gandalf stand right here. All right, sorry. Back to you, boss. So it was kind of just like starting off the podcast, finding out a little more about you. So uh, who are you and, and what do you do outside of hot sauce? All right. Well, uh, then let's start with Richmond Darrow, also known as Little Dick and I'll put it out there right up front where it all comes from because it's usually the first question. But uh, yep. my dad's yep. my dad's name is Richard, my name is Richard, and I have a son named Richard. So therefore, we got Big Dick, okay. Little Dick, and Baby yeah. Dick. Uh, so it's, uh, <laughs> oh, your son! <laughs> right, right. I, I didn't get the worst of it. Yeah, no, you're not. <laughs> but uh, no, my my dad literally grew up, you know, in Brooklyn. And he was known as Dick growing up, Uncle Dick, you know, and uh, all his all his buddies called him that. Obviously, it's a name that maybe isn't as popular as it used to be, but we still have Dick Sporting Goods and some other ones. So uh, <laughs> yeah. when we were yeah. figuring out, my wife and I, when we were putting together, you hear about, you know, she she and I were the ones who kind of decided to to start Little Dick Sauces during COVID uh, pandemic when we had some more time on our hands, like most people 
Um, and, uh, so we, we were able to, uh, that's the background of the, of the name. And I'm always, you know, when, when I see someone, I'm like, Hey, how you doing? I'm little Dick, you know, come on over. You like hot sauce. And it kind of breaks the ice. <laughs> and we figured it was, a, you could have a lot of fun with it. And we, and people have a lot of fun with it. We have a lot of fun. Uh, you know, more and more I'm known when I walk into places as a little Dick more than, than rich anymore. So, uh, I guess it comes with the territory, but, uh, I hopefully, that's all I'll be doing by one day, you know, and uh, it'll be real popular. But um, yeah, I live here in New York. I'm a, I'm a native New Yorker. Um, went to school for engineering. So I got a little bit of technology behind me. I'm an electrical engineer. Then I went to law school. Um, so that's uh, the other half of me. I, when I was growing up, my parents owned a catering business. And I grew up pretty much, you know, working weekends, uh, cooking food and delivering food to to houses and halls. And uh, my mom would cook all week with another woman. And that's sort of where the, the foodie in me came in. And uh, I've always grown up, you know, loving food, all the Mandaros in my family, all the men love to cook. And that's kind of stuck with me. And that's where the, the, the hot sauce thing kind of came in. But uh, as I say, I'm an attorney by day. And I sling hot sauce by night. So doing intellectual property <laughs> and patent and trademark work. So it kind of makes okay. you like super Superman of the hot sauce world. Maybe. I mean, it's it's a uh, secret identity, not... most certainly. <laughs> I left, like, I took my cape off. As an engine. Yeah, exactly. Right now, just, just being casual. Get it air clean. Get it dry cleaned. Now, Rich, I got to know if engineering law school mother uh worked with as a uh with a catering business what was the catalyst to get you into a hot sauce game so about 15 years ago i was you know i always liked to grill i had a smoker in my backyard and uh i kind of just decided you know i was always go out and buy hot sauces we all have the standard stuff that's out there on the shelf but you know it was never anything that was all that great uh so i decided to start you know, looking at recipes and putting together my own thing. And I ultimately came up with my original, the habanero peach, which is one of our, our three flavors. And as I call it, it is the original. Um, and I came up with, once I kind of got that recipe down, I would always have a bottle of it at home. People would come over, um, you know, I'd take it out and they'd say, what's that? I tell them about it. They try it and people, you know, really loved it. It was, uh, you know, some heat on the back end, but it was about being flavorful up front, having some really good taste in the, in my, in our habanero peaches, some molasses and peaches and, uh, you know, uh, brown sugar. So you get that sweetness up front and then you get the heat on the back end. So, uh, once people kind of fell in love with that, I started to then with Amazon coming to the forefront, I was able to order a case of those little woozy bottles and got fancy and would bottle it into bottles and give it to people in little bottles without labels. And that's sort of <laughs> for like, you know, five to 10 years, it was kind of just uh -huh. making it for me, but then starting to give it to friends and family. And I was getting them, you know, whenever they come over, they're like, I need some more of that. And I'd be like, bring your bottle back and I'll refill it for you. Cause I always have a, a, a jug of it in the refrigerator, you know, that would stay for a while. Um, so that's sort of where it all, began and where, you know, how I got into, you know, making hot sauces originally. That's a really neat story. I like it. So much experience too. So, like that's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Uh, it's fun. I, I love food. I love, you know, to, to cook. Um, and then what happened was, is then during the pandemic, my wife got furloughed, you know, obviously I was as a lawyer, we were working from home. So we were, you know, not as busy as uh, we always are in the office and, and having some extra spare time. She said that, uh, you know, if we're ever going to launch a business, you know, and, and get people love your hot sauce so much, you know, now's the perfect time. So we started talking about it. And, you know, I kind of realized looking out in the industry that having one sauce to have, you know, the original habanero peach, it's great. It's a good sauce. But it's not going to make much of a business, right? One, one sauce, selling one thing, you know, it's not going to be as, as big or, you know, and have as many options for people. So that's when I uh, decided to come up with two other recipes. 
and started playing around in the med, you know, the, in the kitchen and uh, came up with our other two, the Serrano cilantro and the jalapeno pineapple. Can you explain the, oh God, well, no, no, go ahead. Ahead. I'm sorry. I was just gonna, I was just going to ask if you could explain or elaborate on the, um, like the creative process for those sauces, like as you were, as you were going through them, like how you did your pairings, the science behind it, like what, as the mad scientist, what did you do? Sure. So, so I had the habanero peach and that was cause I wanted something spicy when I originally thought about that and kind of wanted it to have flavor forward. When I decided to do the other two, I, being a, right now, I live in Long Island city, which is uh, right outside of Manhattan. It's uh, across the 59th street bridge. So I look out my window, I see the empire state building and the whole thing. And that's sort of what played little Dick's big flavor. You know, we also have big city in there. And if you look at our look, uh, a lot of our postings and a lot of our marketing materials, we put sort of the, and on our label, you'll see on the, on the left-hand side, it says big city, big flavor, little dicks. And it has a picture of a bridge going into the city. There you go. So, um, so being outside of the city, obviously we're very mixed community, very ethnic around here. And my local, uh, food store that we go to, it's called food bazaar. And it's awesome. And the reason being is that you go in there and they basically cater to every ethnicity that kind of lives in the Queens area of New York City. So you have Indian, you have Chinese, you have Korean, you have, you know, uh, you know, all, all different, all the halal foods. And and so when you go into uh, a regular supermarket, you may not see the choices of peppers you know, and things that you want for hot sauce that you that, that you would need. But here, when I decided to expand and go into the other two recipes, I, I was always able to get habaneros in, in, in the supermarket by me. And so I started looking around and what else was there? Well, there was tons and tons of jalapenos because that and that's pretty mainstream. But uh, again, being in, you know, a lot of Mexican uh, people around here and and Spanish people, the jalapenos is sort of a staple in their in their diets for different sauces they make and things that they cook. So I grabbed a bunch of those. And then what was right next to that was serrano peppers. So tons and tons of fresh serrano peppers. So basically, I was working with what I was kind of what was available to me and what was there. Uh, you know, I wanted to use fresh ingredients and and so in addition to the habaneros, I, I kind of grabbed the, the, the other two peppers and I went and then, you know, starting to research on the Scoville scale, obviously those three things, you got the jalapenos, which are the least, you know, spicy, and you got the serranos and the habaneros. So it kind of made for a nice selection of different sauces with different heats. Um, so that's kind of where we got the three pepper varieties. And then wanting to have big flavor, we kind of decided that we wanted to pair the peppers up with different, you know, either fruits or uh, different herbs. So whereas we had the habanero peach, um, we started playing around with the, uh, the jalapeno and we, we started working with pineapple, which brought a really nice sweet sweetness to uh to the sauce and that's sort of the sweet heat you get even a lot more sweet than the than the uh jalapeno pineapple than the i'm sorry the habanero peach and then we wanted something a little different and i'm a big fan of cilantro um i love that stuff fresh on you know tacos and whatever i could put it on fish and so that was something i started playing around with and again being in a you know a store i i think with the uh ethnic you know people around in, in Queens here, they use a lot of, a lot of uh, cilantro um, in their cooking. You know, I'm, I'm Italian, so we go more with the Italian parsley. They go with the, with the cilantro, but the, the cilantro gives a nice herby flavor. And so that's where, you know, so, so again, all these different ingredients, kind of seeing them in the store, looking around, thinking about what, you know, I want to make these sauces, want them each to have their own individual profile and flavor um we we kind of started mixing and matching brought them home and took out the food processor and started whipping things up hell yeah i love the story 
I'm, I'm loving you describing the journey. It's fantastic. So that was. I just imagine just like, like, yeah, I just imagine like you just like all these different things, and it's just like, like I like yeah. There's that gif of like Charlie Day from uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia, where he's like got the conspiracy theory board behind him. I was just like, imagine like chefs and like sauce makers, like which is like circles and arrows and everything drawn from like all these different ingredients. The the like what pairs, what doesn't pair, and stuff like that. Yeah, a lot of a lot of taste testing, you know, seeing what, what tastes good. A lot, a couple of things you'd blend them up and taste it, and you know, nah, that's not gonna work. Yeah, trial and error. It's got to be trial and error. It's got to be. Yep. That's what it's all about, and that's what you know we're working on our next sauces now, and that's what it's gonna you know be a lot of different uh, testing and trying to go for an ultra hot. So. Uh, or that, that we'll talk about that. Ooh, yeah. But you got to keep things fresh, right? You always got to have something in the pipeline. Yeah. But you know, uh, yeah, so, so you're going to get old. Yeah. So when we finally, you know, we, we worked out these three recipes, I worked a little, I'm, I'm a big tequila guy. So the ones you guys uh, are Serrano cilantro um, that you guys are going to be trying today has some Reposado tequila in it. And that's kind of a piece of my personality because I'm a big tequila guy. And uh, when I was uh, working with the with the sauces, I wanted to bring in uh, something like a little smokiness to it almost. And uh, and using, you know, you could use the Blanco tequila, which is uh, kind of, you know, to, you use that when you want to let other flavors come out. But then once you start getting into the Reposados and the Añejos, um, you, you're bringing in some, some smokiness from the barrels that it's aged in. And uh, we were able to do that with the, with the Serrano cilantro. We brought this some Reposado tequila in there, which uh, gives it a nice little different flavor. Obviously people kind of go lift their eyebrows. And, oh, you know, there's, there's <laughs> I, I said, don't worry. It's cooked off. You know, the alcohol cooks off. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. but you definitely get the flavor from it in there. Um, so that's uh, that's another little uh, piece, you know. But but try and keep them simple, not get too crazy. Um, my first so the habanero peach has a lot of different spices in it, you know. Uh, that uh, cumin, allspice, um, paprika, that really it gives it that smoking flavor too um, from the spices. But the other two are much sort of simpler and and kind of staying true to the. The, you know, the, either the herbs that are in the Serrano cilantro or in the jalapeno pineapple, you know, you don't have uh, a lot of, you know, you have the garlic, the onion, um, just your, your basic uh, vegetables in there that kind of give it a nice flavor and, uh, and let the, uh, the peppers sort of do the talking for you. Absolutely. There's a lot of crazy sauces out there these days. You know, you get some guys that are, you know, putting curry and I'm all for it. I mean, I I love, you know, people laugh at me because I, you know, in my refrigerator, I got tons of different, you know, people's sauces in there. And I'm not shy about saying, I'm not just going to, you know, use my sauce. I want to see what's going on. And people are putting curry in sauces these days. They're putting, some guys are putting mushrooms in their sauces. You're getting that umami type of flavors and some really, you know, Truffle, yeah, that truffle, truffle one that everybody's sauce. paying an arm and a leg for. <laughs> never, never forget about the pepper, though. Never, ever forget about the pepper. No, 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 no. Well, that leads beautifully into my next question, which is um, if it doesn't have a little Dick's label on it, what other sauce are you using? Ah, very good, very good question. Um so believe it or not, I'm a big, you know, I, I, I like, I like Frank's, but the Frank's, the, the old, the, the hotter ones, you know, for, for like, you know, when you want a wing sauce and you want something that's really, you know, that has that vinegary flavor to it, I, I have Frank's, but, um, I've been really through Instagram. I've gotten into that chili community, which obviously is how I met you guys. And, uh, you know, I try to support other guys. So. There's uh, High River Sauces out there, which is Steve Seabury. He's uh, he actually lives out on Long Island, not too far from me, and he's had a huge impact on me and my company, and kind of how we've progressed from 
making it in our kitchen to a going to a um, commercial kitchen. And once the demand got so high, you know, we got to a point where we're now, you know, starting to use a co-packer. And I know a lot of guys, you know, are against that. They, they feel like maybe it takes, you know, the, your hands out of it. But uh, the guy we use is really, you know, it's all under a non-disclosure agreement. He doesn't make any sauces for himself. He does all third-party sauces. And, you know, I was in the kitchen with him and we went through numerous sampling stages to make sure that, you know, his recipe was my recipe and not something different. And, uh, and I got a lot, you know, I was able to cut, I, I think, cut off a number of years in progressing to become sort of a someone who can now sell wholesale, you know, and, and retail in addition to being, you know, I love Etsy. Um, that's how the main, we have a webpage, but it's not an e-commerce site. It's a web page that's a, a landing page, and then it links to our Etsy store. So if someone wants to uh, buy our sauce, sauces online and sh we ship all across the country, uh, a lot of it, about half of our business comes from Etsy, which uh, has been great because they're not taking money from you unless you make a sale, you know, and it's not a, I try to do this really on a very low budget, being an attorney and counseling and advising a lot of people on startups, you know, there's a lot of guys who throw a lot of money into a business and they put a lot of money in and then they end up losing money because if it doesn't work out, I didn't really know where this was going to go. It was for the love of the sauce and it's really grown organically and slowly and, and, and I'm very happy with how it's going and we're going to continue to grow it. And hopefully, it, you know, it, it, it does even bigger and better things and we come out with with more and more stuff and becomes a household name. But, you know, there's a smart way of, of doing things. And then there's a way, you know, just throwing all your money at it isn't either. So we, you know, we never incorporated, whereas, you know, I might tell someone, you know, uh, you know, we just got a business certificate. It's a sole proprietorship, you know, that's actually in my wife's name. So it's a woman owned business. So we can, we, okay. we, we have that, that angle on it also, where if we, a lot of days with, a lot of uh, companies these days with the diversity requirements, if they see you're a small business owner that's woman owned, you may get a little more preferential treatment than others. So it's Jacqueline Mandaro, my wife, doing business little as little dick sauces. Little woman, I love it. And then I'm, you know, the, the front man and pretty much it's, you know, named after me. And, mm -hmm. and I go out there and do all the sales and marketing and came up with the recipes, but she's behind the scenes and, you know, does all the numbers and, you know, kind of like you, like you say, every good man has a good woman behind him. So, uh, she, she helps out a lot and, and helps out a lot with the marketing that we do, that we develop on Instagram. We try to have a, a cohesive brand that we're creating. So we, uh, people see us and they know us. It's not just kind of scattered and, you know, and, and doesn't have an idea behind it. You know, we always want to use our logo as you see behind me. We spent, that's the one thing we spent a little money on was getting, you know, sort of a brand and, and the labels on our, on our uh, bottles. We used a professional guy. He was a small guy, but he was professional and he really, you know, put the time in and we, you could see across, you know, some guys, which works, you know, you could put skull heads and like a Steve Seabury, he has some really cool type of, you know, labels and things, but you know, you pick it up and you don't know what type of sauce it is and you don't know what, 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 what peppers are in it, you know, right now, at least for the, you know, our three sauces, right. Serrano cilantro, you know what you're getting, right. Jalapeno pineapple, habanero peach, you know, I'm thinking about, you know, a next sauce, something like, you know, a ghost pepper pear, you know, maybe something like that. Okay. So, you know, so this way, you know, you know what you're getting. And I feel like people enjoy, you know, appreciate the fact that you can, pick it up off the shelf and know what you, you know, read it and know what you're getting rather than trying to have it, buy it to try it. Um, so we'll, you know, that, that's sort of where we've been going. Steve Seabury, uh, the high river sauces. Uh, there's some other guys out there on Etsy, small guys I've been, you know, sending sauces to, and they've been exchanging with me. So, uh, I, I have at least, you know, 10 or 15 different sauces on my, on my shelf. Back to your question. That's, uh, that's in my refrigerator right now. 
That always uh, what you were you were talking about. Uh, you you know what you're gonna get. You, you on the on the label. You have a Serrano and you have some cilantro. That always reminds me of the 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 Gerber baby story, um, where outside of the United States, like uh, a lot of different countries and stuff, what's on the label is what's in it. So like um, uh, if you it's like peas or whatever that's got the image of what's on it and Gerber baby was wondering why their their product and I don't know if this is fact but it's one of those internet stories uh but Gerber baby food was wondering why they weren't selling in some like selling well in some countries and it was because their logo was their face of the baby and so like people didn't know like what was in it and like the, the it just just wasn't speaking to the um uh, because it just customers. had a, it, yeah the audience it was like what the hell is a why is there a baby on this on this and this thing instead of what's typically on on their marketing or their branding there sure. so yeah, yeah. And, and we uh hot sauce guide came to visit me uh a couple months ago and we went to um a hot sauce shop in seattle and there's like thousands of bottles everywhere and every bottle is just such like aggressive like branding sometimes with like skulls and and like it's just like it, it's Big it's boobs. it's good to find just some uh subtlety you know what that what you're getting uh the it, it's just it when there's not just like boobs and uh skulls and flames and stuff on everything it's nice to just see uh to see something that's just this is what you're gonna get this is that's this is here. sometimes <laughs> I mean, you yeah. still, I still have difficult, you know, some people won't, you know, I, I've tried to get this, this Christmas, um, in holiday season, I've tried to get into the corporate world. Like I had a, um, so being an attorney, I have a company that I use for court reporting services when we do depositions and stuff. So okay. the guy there that I'm buddies with, he would, he started sending his employees for their employee anniversary, first, second, third anniversary, he'd send them a three pack of little dicks which was something different. Yeah. So I appreciated yeah. that. Um, so I went to him in November and said, Hey, I'd love for you to consider little Dick sauces for, you know, for the holiday season to send to your clients. And so he went back, took it to his company and they ended up ordering about 75, three packs from me that I shipped all over to their mostly attorneys and other clients that use their services. And, uh, we did a, a custom look, you know, we got their logo and did a custom insert into the box. So when people opened it, they saw, you know, thank you from TSG reporting. And, and then they opened it up and saw the, the three bottles of Little Dick sauces. And we packed the box with their green cray paper that was, you know, matching their logo. And so trying to be smart and how to market, you know, it's, it, it's fun to be in local supermarkets and stuff. But it's also nice to, to be able to sell, you know, in larger quantities to people and get them to buy, you know, for, for different events and things like that. Taking the skills yeah, back sure. from your catering days. Exactly. Exactly. And one thing to go back about the label and it, it being when, when we were creating the labels and like you said, you see the pepper and, you know, it, it, we wanted something that would sit on the table or the shelf if you went into a store to buy it and looked aesthetically pleasing, didn't have, like you said, some of the anatomy. I mean, the name we have is enough, I guess. You didn't need to put, you know, there, there are some other, I won't mention the names, but there's other dicks out there, you know, in the hot sauce industry that are, Tons. you know, do, do different things. Um, but my goal, you know, a lot of people say, what's your goal? Right now we have our three original sauces that we, that w when we launched, it's to replace ketchup, mustard, and mayo with, you know, little dicks, three sauces sitting there as a, <laughs> as a daily condiment, right? You use one as ketchup, one go. as mayo, one as mustard. And they're not, they're <laughs> meant to be all flavor forward with heat on the back end and to complement and enhance your food, not cover it up and, and make you, you know, want to grab a glass of milk to, 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 to get rid of the heat. Yeah. Well, then going off script right now, I'm going to put you on the spot. What If you're replacing mayo, ketchup, mustard, what do you put your three sauces on? What do you, the creator, suggest that all three of your sauces go on? Okay, so the let's start with the original habanero peach. Um, that one is, I describe it, and people bit told me it, it's like a, a spicy barbecue sauce almost. So it has that sweetness, like I said, of the, the peaches and the molasses up front. 
So that go, it's it's more of a savory sauce where compared to the other two green sauces that we have. So that one goes really well with steak and pork chops. That's my I I, I love it on on you know something that's like really meaty and a, a nice steak or we eat a lot of hanger steak, strips of hanger, and just yeah. take that off the yeah. grill and put the the sauce on there. You can put it on a, a a burger. You know, if you have a cheeseburger, instead of putting ketchup, put that habanero peach on there, and it it gives it a really nice you know flavor, and then gives you that little bit of habanero kick uh, a- afterwards. Um, for the serrano cilantro, um, that one is um, it's 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 got a different. Whereas the habanero, I've had people say to me that the serrano cilantro is hotter than the habanero peach. And as we, we all know, the habanero is clearly a hotter pepper than the, than the, uh, than the serrano pepper. However, it's a completely different profile. And what happens is that the serrano cilantro hits the front of your tongue and like it kind of, it's very tangy and tasty and it, it, it and you taste the, the heat of it more up front. Whereas the habanero peach, you know, you get the sweetness up front and then it sneaks up on you after, you know, after a few seconds. Um, but the Serrano cilantro one is actually awesome on eggs, uh, whether it's an omelet or scrambled eggs or poached eggs. Um, I go buy a little, you know, the, if you have like a, 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 a burrito, like an egg burrito, a chorizo and egg burrito, amazing with that. Then it also goes really good on grilled chicken. Um, more of your, your, your lighter type of meats. Um, and you could also put it on, on fish too. And then that takes us into the third sauce, which is the jalapeno pineapple, which is our sweet heat. You get the sweetness of the pineapple and then you get a little bit of the kick of the, you know, jalapeno. Um, I always let people, you know, who say, I don't want something too spicy. Try that one. They always love it. Um, I've never had anyone say any of my sauces are too hot. Uh, if anything, they want something, you know, someone that's that that wants it hotter. So I, I really, you know, take it upon myself when people come to the table, a tasting table, that they can try all three of them, even if there's someone who isn't used to super hot stuff. And like I said, it's more about the flavor of the sauce and then giving you a little, little heat on the back end. And, and thank God I've never had anyone, you know, sort of like spit it out or say this is too damn hot. Yeah. And that's okay with me. You know, I don't need to be that. There's plenty of other guys out there that'll, mm-hmm. you know, knock your socks off and, and be on hot ones and stuff. But uh, we're really trying to, you know, give you something that, uh, that has a great flavor to it. Oh, and so, oh, I'm sorry. The jalapeno pineapple goes great on, on shrimp tacos. Uh, goes really good with nachos. Um uh, a chick, you know, that one chicken also, uh, but, uh, yeah, the, 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 I like that on grilled shrimp and, and shrimp tacos is my, is my favorite for the jalapeno. I actually had a piece of swordfish tonight and, okay. uh, okay. and, uh, had the jalapeno pineapple on that one. And here, I'll give you guys a little, uh, let's see here. If it'll come up on the, uh, every night, you know, I'm always looking for new content. So let's see if we can. If we can get this on the camera, but there's my there's my grilled swordfish. Oh, there you go. Oh, yeah. With some yeah. jalapeno I'll be, I'll be pineapple right and, a little, and a little couscous. So nice. We live in New York okay, City, but you know we got I got a I got a big grill on my terrace out here, so we're always grilling every night, which is nice. First time shrimp good. tacos has been recommended by one of the interviewees. I love it. Okay, I'm definitely trying that sauce. I'm definitely gonna place an order. Awesome. For sure. So, hot sauce guy, is it time? Yeah, let's uh, let's go for it. Okay. This is our favorite part. This is right. our absolute favorite part. And so, uh, normally, um, so I, we all when when hot sauce guy first started this, and uh, he would pull out these like big ass spoons and just pour so much sauce on it. We all we made fun of him because he's we're like, dude, you're gonna hurt yourself one day when you just like just drink half a bottle in one sitting while you're doing a review. But now we have to honor him, and so I get a spoon every time and make sure that awesome. I, I do it with him. When he visited me uh, a couple weeks ago or a couple months ago, he forced me to review sauces with him, and I had to go one for one. And so uh, my ego wouldn't allow me not to 
not to get a spoon equal size and uh, consume as much as the sauce. Even though my tolerance is not comparable to his, this man can just eat anything. And it's just like, eh. and I'm just a baby when it comes to anything. So we'll see. We'll see. All right. And I'm a heathen and I always put it in a shot glass. Yeah, I like that. I like that slug. Okay. And you notice I don't put any of those little plastic, you know, in the beginning, Stop I would it. get those little plastic oh. things on top. Mm-hmm. No more. There you go. I always take those right off. So, <laughs> all right. Let's I had people now. actually call, you know, out. reach out to me and be like, you know, complain about it because the stuff wouldn't, you know, the peppers with chunkiness would get stuck in it. And I'd be like, yeah. you just pop off, man. You could just take it off. And they're like, oh. <laughs> just, just, oh. <laughs> <laughs> but they take Are we ready? All right. <laughs> all right. Here we go. Three, Cheers. two, one, and down. That is delicious. That is absolutely delicious. Definitely taste the um Oh man. I okay, I'll be I'll be clear. Be I clear. uh not the biggest big or I'm not the biggest cilantro guy. No. I'm not. I hate it. I hate cilantro. I can't wait for the but, time I get the dog a sauce, but this ain't it. Yeah, and this that, is, a lot this of people tell me delicious. that they want they want to stay away from the cilantro. I say, just trust me, try it. It's not. No, it, it has that herbiness, this, but it's not. It, it's for some reason it's not. You know, like that same taste of the cilantro. I think what because it gets cooked down, and it, like I said, there's a tequila in there with some onion and garlic, so it all really melds nicely. This it's is very this is this is very good. That's this it. This is I fantastic. Fresh from New York City. I got a little grilled chicken here that I'm about to dip in this. Nice. Yeah, I, I almost want to. Um, I almost want to get like tacos tonight and put some on here. I know. I just That's, had eggs this, this morning. And I always want to try the new sauce before we get to the podcast, but I always save it. But now I'm really regretting not throwing some of this on my egg sandwich this morning. I'm eating more. I feel like I'm hot sauce guy. I've already, I've already taken a solid third of the bottle out already. Rich, this is absolutely fantastic. Thank you. I'm glad you guys like it. I do like a, I, I do like that herbal or a citrus to a fish, so I can imagine this would be great on a fish or a shrimp taco. Definitely. Heck, this might be good on just beef tacos or carnitas. I'm excited to put this on. I have not had a hot sauce that goes on tacos in a long time, and this is probably the first one besides my secret aardvark, which is just my favorite table sauce. I can't get over it. We have so many good sauces here, but I just seem to always be stuck in a rut. And when it comes time to eat tacos or my eggs, I always go back to the secret aardvark. But now I think I finally have a taco hot sauce in Little Dicks. Nice. Take another shot. So you see how it it's definitely hits the front of your tongue, this one. Mm-hmm. gives you the yeah, tanginess. Absolutely. You, you, you yeah, get the yeah. heat pretty quick with this one, you know, because it's, it's right up front there. Um, but... Again, not super hot. You know, it's it, it's our three out of five. But uh, again, I those 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 weren't based those through the spice level was more based on the fact that the habanero is the hottest pepper. So that was the the four, the three was the serrano, and the jalapeno was the was the two. Um, which leaves me room, you know, for something uh, if I ever wanted to do like a salsa or something, up, you know, as a one and yeah, and as I said, yeah. Yeah. do do an ultra hot as a five. For sure. Yeah, I like. So, I uh, I, no, I was just gonna say that the the big flavor, the the tagline is definitely uh, accurate. That's it's it's you. There is the heat, and there's the heat that gets you, and it comes in there. But it's really about the flavor, and the it has a very very good flavor. It's not overpowering in one way or the other. It's just it's just good mouthfeel, good taste. It's just a good good sauce. A good pour. Yeah, That's the quickest would, I've ever finished a hot sauce shot. And I was gonna say, yeah, it's um, it's big on flavor, but it's simple and would pair. It pairs well with a lot of food. So you're not uh, where some hot sauces are almost its own food group, uh, just because it has so many different things going on. This this complements food really well. Awesome. So this is just to, just to show you guys, like I know we, we didn't have any visuals. You guys just have the Serrano cilantro. 
but we kind of keep it rustic and this is like how we kind of package our our three pack in in a simple you know brown box we put it we put them in there with some with some uh brown paper and we we do that and then for the uh for the holidays we've been doing a little uh oh, nice Happy nice. holidays there. And when you open this one up, you kind of got your little, you know, as I said, the red oh, green like paper. The, that's and, good. Uh, that's, that's, that's one of you got that because I sent, because he sent them to me. And then I used the original box to send it to one of you guys. Mm, probably. I think it might have been me. I think it was me. I think it was. I don't remember that. Yeah, that's cool. So. Um, so what, uh, what you, you, you kind of talked about it a little bit. Um, but what, what do you, what are your plans for the future? So, um, have you, have you actively started working on that, that, that ultra hot, or is it still just like in the, um, uh Oh, Oh, (laughs) (laughs) so let's see here. We'll give you a little preview. I'll show you okay. how far I've gotten so far. Okay. No one else has seen okay. this yet. So here we have a, a Reaper. Okay. That's a Reaper puree right there. Then we have a, a Ghost Pepper puree. Okay. We have a Scorpion Pepper puree. Okay. Play around Slow with. Slow the brakes, boss. Slow the brakes. <laughs> he ain't done. He wants to go back up. <laughs> then we got a seven pot seven pot mash here and okay. we got a i don't know if you've ever heard from uh in florida they do the uh, fatali pepper mm-hmm. uh, yeah, so yeah. we got a fatali mash so very citrus i've gotten as far as getting these mashers mashes and purees from you know my uh the guy i work with so as I want, it makes it a lot easier then to replicate and and make it, you know, on a larger scale. And again, you know, there's there's guys, you know, I consider myself a sauce maker, but at some point, if you really want to, you know, I talk to guys and they wanted, you know, they, they asked me about my story and they heard a lot of what, you know, what you guys heard tonight. And then, you know, they, they'll start saying about how they're having growing pains and, you know, they, they're ordering all this glass and they don't have room. And I'm like, ah, oh, sounds like, you know, maybe time for a co-packer. No, I don't want to uh-huh. do that. You know, uh-huh. But at some point you're either, you know, are you a sauce maker or are you a sauce seller, you know, and, and, and it, yeah. this, this freeze, you know, it's fun to now create, but then ultimately when I get my recipe, you can, if you, as long, you know, you gotta be lucky enough. I was lucky enough to get Steve Seabury to introduce me to the, to the right guy. And I didn't have to go through any bumps in the road. You know, I'm sure there's guys out there that'll screw you that try to use cheap product that, you know, make something that you're not proud of. And then you're putting your label on it, but here it's literally, you know, as close as can be. And, uh, and these guys, instead of me making, you know, three, four cases at a time, he makes it in a kettle, which is 150 cases at a time, basically. And and he has a, a an eight filler, you know, with the woozy bottles from beginning mm-hmm. to end. And it's, you know, and he, he he's invested in the equipment to do that. And, you know, and it frees me up to sort of go out. And then once I get that inventory to, to go out and sell and market and and share the, you know, share my passion with hot sauce with the world, then these other guys that, you know, they want to just keep their, their finger on every little thing that they do. And I appreciate that. And there, you know, there definitely is, you know, uh, respect for that and wanting to keep it in your control. And sometimes it does get too big, you know, and you do lose that quality, but, uh, we're, I still consider myself, you know, I've only now made my three different batches one time, you know, my three different sauces one time with him. So he made a kettle full and it made, you know, it made 150 cases of each. And I'm all, I'm proud to say since that was back in August and I'm almost done with that, you know, from going, you know, going out and selling. So it's time in the new new year to order some more and get a fresh batch and keep it fresh and, and go out and sell and, and, and share with everybody and, uh, and add a new sauce to it. So, um, it's, uh, 
it's a fun process and you got to, you know, it's, it's a little bit of risk taking and investment and obviously it costs money to make that much sauce. Um, and you have to, to go out there and, uh, and, and market and sell yourself and, and get people to believe in you. And, uh, the sauce you guys just tasted. So it was a great, this sort of our success story was the Serrano. So I sent uh, fuego box. I reached out to them and they're pretty much, you don't get to talk to anybody, but they send you an email and they say, sure, we'll try your sauces, you know, send us, send us your sauces. We have, you know, uh sauce part tasting parties every, you know, whenever we get around to it every month or whatever. And if we like your sauce, we'll let you know. So I sent them my three pack and, you know, didn't hear anything for, you know, for a while. And then right before I was ready to do my first run with my co-packer, they reached out and they said, Hey, you know, we tasted all your sauces. We love them all. In particular, we love your Serrano cilantro and we'd love to, you know, feature your, the Serrano cilantro in one of our single and three pack subscription services on online. If you guys are familiar uh, with the uh, Fuego wow. box. So they said, please give us pricing on their minimum. Their minimum requirement though, is that you got to give them 4,000 bottles. They buy 4,000 <laughs> bottles from you. Okay. So again, for a small guy, you know, so they say, give us your pricing and your lead time, you know, how much lead time you need. So I was lucky enough. It was like literally in a couple of weeks before that I just was able to add on two extra kettles of the Serrano, Serrano and I was able to make, you know, and, and sell them 4,000 bottles as my first like big order of yeah. when I started, when I started to do the co-packer. Otherwise I would have never been able to sell to them because right. to make 4,000 right. bottles would have been impossible. It's, yeah. Wow. That's like, that's that like synchronicity of like time and, and how everything worked out. That's, that's, that's. That's, that's pretty cool. That's really, I'm hoping really to cool. get them, you know, to consider my other sauces. They usually take like a year. You, they, they, they go back and they'll, mm -hmm. they'll do your other sauces, but they like to spread it out, you know, over a year or so. There's some good people. I met them at the Hot Sauce Expo up here in New York, and uh, they're nice people, and they have a really cool cool business going there. But you imagine that. everybody, Every sauce that you see in their boxes, they're buying 4,000 bottles. So they must have a nice yes. subscription service going. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> profit to give out, most certainly. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of must be nice, there's a hot sauce convection. Yeah. Right. And then you, so you're not making as much profit. You know, you got to negotiate with them on pricing. If you think you're going to, you know, get your six, seven, eight, nine dollars a bottle, it's not happening. But you're selling 4,000 bottles to them. So even if you made, a dollar a bottle on it, you're still making for you know, hypothetically, you know, you make more than that, but it's, uh, yeah. yeah. So that's the kind of things you got to think about as you're growing and expanding and, you know, and then there's guys bigger than me, you know, Steve Seabury is starting to be in, in, uh, all over the country. And, you know, he, he's doing his hot sauce expos all over the country. I mean, he was sort of one of the original guys. And, uh, like I said, I always grab, you know, get on the phone with him at least once a year and, and kind of, you know, trade stories with them. And, and he's been, uh, you know, nice enough to, to share some information with me and, and help me, you know, grow quicker than I otherwise would, would have. Awesome. I think Slug yeah. was going to ask you, uh, uh, but are you planning on going to um, uh, Fiery Foods Festival at all in Albuquerque, New Mexico this year for, for the, for their, I am. I, I don't think so. I mean, it's a little, it's a little far. I mean, I, I like. I enjoyed yeah, going yeah, to the New yeah. York one. Um, I did yeah. last year. Um, send my sauces in for some of the, for their competition. I think that was uh, I got delayed, and then it was they had it late at some point. But uh, I sent them in. I wasn't lucky enough to to to, to place mm. in any of them. But uh, yeah, I'll, I'll always try and again participate and and support, you know, all, all these different uh, shows and expos that they put out there and, and get the sauces, you know, get, get the sauces a little more exposure. But, uh, you know, even with local mar, you know, a lot of people do local markets, you know, for sales and go around because I'm an attorney and I'm working in Manhattan and I go into New York city every day, you know, Monday through Friday. And my wife now is back to work full time. Um, you know, I have, I pretty much have two jobs, whatever orders come in on Etsy that day, I come home and I have my, all my, you know, packing <laughs> stuff here and I got to start packing orders. And I'm lucky enough. I live in a building, um, in New York city here with a doorman. So what that means is that 
UPS and the U.S. Post Office and FedEx all come here every day. So when I pack up my orders every night, I just go downstairs at like 10, 11 at night, hand it off to my doorman and they hold it. And then when the, when the guys come the next day, they just take whatever orders I have. Um, and even with these, you know, I brought down the other night about 40 boxes and they, you know, they put it in a big, big bin and they hand it off to the guys. So that gives, that makes my life a little easier, not having to run to the post office or to a, a, a carrier to, to, you know, ship my sauces out. Yeah, absolutely. So how many hours a week are, have you been putting into to Little Dicks? Um, this time of year, probably, I'd say 15, 20 hours, every 15 hours, because every night it's been a couple of hours. But, uh, you know, after the new year, I'm sure things will kind of get slower, a little slower again. Not as many gifts going out. But, um, you know, I'm, I'm putting now that they, I mean, it's pretty cool. It's kind of, you know, snowballing and running itself now. Um, like I said, I'm focusing more on uh, getting introductions to distributors and wholesalers. And I'd rather sell to them larger quantities, you know, 20, 30, 40 cases of each and let them go to the smaller stores and, you know, and do it. So you, again, you're giving up, you know, the, you're getting less profit per bottle, but you're selling more. So it all kind of evens out. But yeah, it's an everyday, it's an everyday affair. You know, it's uh, you gotta, I gotta sometimes, force myself to put it down. You know, I love, I, I, it's fun. It's a, it's a lot of fun. I like, you know, picking up the phone and I'm, I'm your consummate salesman. You know, I don't give up if I contact all these home delivery services, Avo we have by us. And I haven't gone to Amazon, you know, I don't know if I want to get that big, you know, I've heard some nightmare stories about, you know, selling on Amazon and yeah, that would be great, you know, to be fulfilled by Amazon, but I don't know. We'll see. That that that's something depends how much we grow. But I haven't gone down that road yet. I'd rather keep it sort of specialty and gourmet and small if I can, you know, to and have it uh, to grow organically rather than just trying to throw it out there at that these big behemoth, uh, you know, uh, box stores and and uh, yeah. online retailers. Keep that little touch that that. You're you're still using the co-packer, but you still have that personalized touch, and I think that's really important. Again, the co, you know, it's this this isn't like I said. If I make sauce, you know, two three times a year with the co-packer, it's still not you know the, the Franks and all these other guys. I mean, they're running lines, you know, and vinegar water going, you know, twenty four hours a day. Exactly. Uh, when I use the co-packer, I go down there, I oversee the production, I you know. I'm friends with the guy and, you know, they, they, it, it's not like someone else is sort of making my sauces for me. I'm still making them. It's just that I'm using him. I'm almost paying to use his facility and, yeah. you know, he's overseeing yeah. everything. So that's, and that's what he says when you go there, he's like, you know, I, the first time I was there, I was like, Hey man, can I, you know, take this off the line? It was like, cool. It was like seeing all how things were bottled and, you know, the production line. And he's like, this is, He's like, this is yours, you know, this is yours for the day. You, you, this is your plan today. <laughs> you know, you're paying yeah, yeah. for it. So do whatever you want to do. So it's, like it's really just uh, bringing it to the next level. Before I let boss man finish this up here and wrap it up, I pride myself in asking the hard hitting questions, the controversial questions. So you already showed us all the mashes. What is this? Can you name a pepper that will never be put into your bottles? Is there a pepper out there that you think is overrated and just not worth its weight in stems? Mm, I would never put, well, I'm never going to, you know, pepper X is never going into my bottles. I'm not going to okay. get that hot. So. Okay. Okay. <laughs> So you're all you know, about the flavor, and I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. So I don't even know, you know, I mean, these are pretty hot ones I got here. So, you know, I don't know. It's going to be fun to see how, you know, how how this kind of all comes out. You know, I haven't literally haven't even opened up these bottles yet. Probably won't till after the holidays because we've been real busy packing orders. Um, but, uh, you know, yeah, it's definitely still going to be flavor forward. I, I got to meet at the New York City uh, hot sauce expo. I met, I met Ed, uh, it was Ed Curry, uh, oh, the, the okay. inventor yeah. of the Carolina Reaper mm. from pucker butt. <laughs> yeah. He's the, yeah. and he's the inventor of pepper X. And I have a, uh, 
I think I have a chocolate bar in my uh, refrigerator that's made with Pepper X that, you know, oh, you got, wow. you can only oh, have a, wow. a slither of it, you know, at a time is otherwise it's, uh, it kills you. So, um, so yeah, those really, really hot one. I think, I think like a ghost or a reaper is probably like the hottest I'm going to probably work with ever. Um, but these guys who were, you know, in the labs cross high, whatever cross germinating and, doing whatever they do to get these, you know, super hot peppers. Um, I'll leave it to them and, you know, and then to these other, pep, you know, these other sauce makers to make these super, super hot ones that uh, look into to kick uh, people's shoes off of their feet. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So, yeah, um, we really appreciate you coming on it's been a lot of fun kind of hearing your story and trying the sauce i know it's it's different for me i've with all of our guests i've pretty much tried the sauces that that we sample but for these guys um it's i think it's all been something new each time so it's kind of fun to see the reaction and what they think of some of the sauces that i i've enjoyed so um but uh yeah uh Normally, Turk does this part, but um, take it away. Okay, basically, uh, it's just uh, if you've seen Hot Ones or whatever, this is like uh, this is this is it. This is the 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 crowning jewel. Uh, we're workshopping uh, our phrase and how we're gonna say it or whatever. Um, uh, my my fiance goes through a list every time she hears she hears me ask this question. She's like, it's so cringy. Uh, so just basically, like, let us know, like, uh, where to find you, what your social media handles are, if someone wanted to uh, purchase your sauces, what they needed to do uh, to find you. And, and this sure. is your, your your moment to shine. All right. So Little Dick Sauces. Um, if you go to littledicksauces.com, one word, make sure you put the two S's in there between dicks and sauces. Um, that takes you to our web page. Like I said, it's a landing page. You'll see a button that says buy sauces here. You click on that and it'll take you right to our Etsy storefront. In the Etsy storefront, we sell all of our sauces. Um, we sell them individually. Our most popular is the three pack. We do three for 25. Um, if people want to mix and match, if they just, you know, once they try them, if they want three habanero peach, just drop me a note with the order and I'll be happy to give you three or whatever you want, you know, uh, for the serves. 25 for the $25. Um, we ship all over the country. We don't do international yet, but I've been getting a lot of uh, people asking about that, but not yet. So anywhere, we just had our first order a couple of weeks ago, uh, go to Hawaii. So that was pretty cool. Uh, still in the U S um, and yeah, we're on Instagram and Facebook. We do daily posts. We, uh, we, me interact, you know, do, does daily posts. My wife helps me create the content. Um, and the handle for both of those are at little dick sauces, one word, little dick sauces. Um, so again, everything, you know, little dick sauces.com or little dick sauces on both Instagram and Facebook. Um, and you know, you could see all of our posts. I try and post food pictures. Uh, I always encourage all of our uh, customers and, and friends to, to text me in every, uh, order. I include my business card, which is, that's the front, but on the back, it gives you our, our email address, which is little dick sauces at gmail.com. So you could see a, uh, a theme going here, little dick sauces under everything. Uh, and then, uh, you know, basically that's my cell phone number, 516-650-1080. You text me pictures and I'm happy to, post them and, and share with people, or you can DM me and tag me. And I always, you know, uh, put them in our story and, and repost a lot of stuff. And I appreciate everybody out there in the, in the chili family that, uh, you know, that, that gives a, a yell out to little dicks here and there. I know George's hot sauce, um, is out there. Uh, I'm really good friends with George and a bunch of other guys, uh, out there that are, that are really trying to, uh, keep everybody uh, happy with their hot sauces and, and keep the, the industry, you know, real and true and, and, and upstanding. And, and so we all have a lot of fun and can do stuff like this on a daily basis, which, cause it's a, 
it's great to talk to people and, and share our, you know, our enthusiasm for, for spicy, good stuff out there. Absolutely. Yeah. Ever since we started doing this, this has become one of my favorite things. I look forward to when we book yeah. another episode, uh, this community is really awesome and we've had a lot of fun doing this. So, uh, and we, Absolutely. we really appreciate your time and you giving us a little bit, um, of your time to, uh, hang out and hear your story. And I know I, we all, we appreciate it. So thank and you I'm very inspired. much. I'm inspired. You got to be the bravest man in the game because the difference between little Dick sauce and Dick's sauce. Oh man, that's a nightmare. And you're just out there. You're going for it. And I appreciate what you're doing. I appreciate it on. That's why you have to give out the, the business card, to be honest, because you can't just hope that someone's going to find you with the double S's. They drop one S and oh, that's a nightmare. But thank you so yeah, much. Yeah, it's, been a blast. it's been a blast. Thank you, Slug. Nice meeting you, man. You too, Terry. Nice meeting you. Thank you very much. All right. We'll sign on. See you next time. Thanks for listening to another episode of Talking Heat. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform so you never miss an episode. For more information, visit TalkingHeat.com.